Hey guys, it's Tom here. Just wanted to let you know that we have a Patreon you can get on for $3 a month and you get bonus episodes every week. And if you sign up for the whole year, you get a 10% discount. That's $2.70 a month, I believe. And we also have a tier where you can be a guest on the Patreon show. You could pick a band yourself to defend and uh, and do it on the Patreon. So get on over there. It's patreon.com slash stand by your band. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing very well. Now, Tom, what I know you're doing right now is trying to think of a nickname for Josh. Absolutely right. I'll I'll try. I'll try and keep talking for as long as I can to make sure that this happens. Me, yeah, lot's been going on. It's crazy over here at Pandemic HQ, uh, where we made the pandemic. And uh, I think we're ready to bring in our guest, Josh Koshbagash. (laughs) Worth the wait. I think you nailed it. Damn, that's the best one. I think you have to be on every week, Josh. That's the closest one to making any sense. I'm kind of a nickname muse. People see me and they just want to give me nicknames. Uh, well, it's uh, it's good to see you, Josh. I want to uh, apologize for my lighting over here. The listeners don't see this, but uh, my cats chewed straight through my, uh, oh, my wow. ring light. And uh, now I am in, I'm, I'm, I'm a sullen, dark, and dark lit man. So here we go. But <laughs> I think this go is good. crazy for a dark lit man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy move by the cats. Do you think they thought you were getting too narcissistic with that ring I light? I think so. Yeah. I think that they saw the light was going to my head. They were like, that's not how you really look. It's kind of dishonest <laughs> to your fans. They thought that you they thought you were so luminous that they were like, he's going to book some kind of Hollywood role and leave us here. <laughs> and they were right. They were right. Uh, but it backfired because uh, now... I'm going to be in Dark Man, uh, the movie about a man who is constantly in the dark. Um, it's a the worst superhero of all time. Uh, it, it applies to every superhero. It's most of like half the day. True. That's a good point. Um, oh, there we go. That's a little better. Okay. I, I also can control my home lights, which is uh, which is fun. But uh, I feel like the dark, the dark lighting made more sense for the hold city. It's like we're in a little pub at night yeah. and, uh, <laughs> just knocking them back. Um, I want to, I want to point out uh, once again, just so nobody gets mad when they're listening that we're talking about a band and then they go, well, nobody hates this band. Although that's not even true. Uh, but you never know. This is an episode, not unlike the jawbreaker episode where we're just delving a little deeper into a band that, that uh, the Josh likes and Ty- Tommy, I know you love them too. Mm-hmm. And that maybe they don't get as much appreciation as they deserve. And I'll tell you right now, this is going to be a fun episode for me because Tommy's been showing me the hold steady for a long time. He, he Every once in a while, will slip a hold steady song on and I, I enjoy it, but I've never gotten into them. So 
this will be a fun episode for me to, to kind of lay back. I'm going to lay down, maybe. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. No lights. Lay down. You're just trying to take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a busy day. I'm sorry to pencil the these in. <laughs> He's got a blanket on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but it'll be a nice little app for me to, uh, to learn about this band and, uh, to have you guys proved me what's so fucking great about them. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, the best attitude for enjoying something. <laughs> yeah. Arms crossed. Just really yeah. <sighs> covering your ears <laughs> like a child being told to go to bed. <laughs> um, this is perfect because when we were talking about songs, I, you know, I, I feel like I overthink everything every playlist chronically someone's like hey you want to put on some songs for this road trip like just put you plug in the ox cord i'm like no 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 too much pressure <laughs> and so i like could have overthought this for literal weeks but i'm glad right. i because i kind of went with like oh this is a bunch of stuff that's kind of a um across the the span of the band's career and uh and, and like kind of picking and choosing from that and like here's an overview rather than like oh here are like my favorite deep cuts or whatever Sure. Yes, you you did a great job. I went back Thank and you. looked at, um, I think like a year or two ago, I went through and made like, uh, to me, comprehensive, like all lifter puller, Craig Finn solo oh, yeah. and hold steady playlist. And it was like three and a half hours long. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and literally, I think all but one song on Boys and Girl in America is in it. Oh, and yeah. I was like, thank God, I'm not narrowing this down to six because <laughs> I <laughs> would freak out. But truly, you did a great job. thank you. Truly one of my favorite bands. Uh, so many great songs, so many great albums yes. um, mm -hmm. and great B-sides. I didn't really get into it, but there's like just so many like their fandom is such too that like I've seen them live a bunch of times. Tommy, we've seen them together, right? We went to one of the uh, one of the Brooklyn Bulls. Brooklyn shows Ball. Yeah. yeah. Ah, and nice. there's like fans that know they're like, oh, this is like a a lost track from their fourth album. And like everybody knows all the words. Like it's a band <laughs> that inspires like like deep fandom which i which is fun that totally makes sense i feel like because given the nature of the storytelling and the i don't know if you guys feel like this as fans of the band and from reading about them all day and listening to them today they feel like one of those bands where if you're in you're all the way in mm -hmm. like uh you feel like a certain connection to the band because they're just even though they're in like game of thrones and shit they're still just not popular enough to where you can feel really cool for being into them. I think I, I know what you mean where it's not, but it's also like, in addition to like, I, I like the, I like the band so much. I like seeing them live. Like the, their fans are generally like super nice. And like, there's like a community of fans, but it's also, I think they're not a band that like, I bet they're, when you say you're in, you're all the way in, I bet there's not a lot of people that are like, Oh, I like one or two of this band's songs where yeah. it's like, you know, it's like with the Foo Fighters, I can, I love Everlong and then take or leave everything <laughs> else. But I don't think there's that many Hold Steady fans that are like, oh yeah, I have three Hold Steady songs that I like. And otherwise like, eh, you know, when I hear them on the radio and it's like, eh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I went back today and listened to a bunch. I, I listened to the playlist, but I decided to go a little deeper. And so I listened to, I think like three full. I listened to their first two albums, and okay. then I kind of just listened to a, a nice little 
uh, mashup of uh, not mashup. It was like girl, <laughs> girl talk. You called whole girl, talk. <laughs> you girl talk. Do a mashup of old steady songs with other old steady songs. It would be middle aged man talk who did that. Yep. But. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I did that, and I found myself really enjoying it. Um, and I immediately, I, I as soon as I put on their first album, and it uh, it was uh, what is it called? The something jam. Almost uh, positive, positive jam, jam is the first positive song. jam. Yeah. And I, at first, so it starts off with him just talking as he does. I mean, it's it's talking like he does. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this isn't bad. And then when the music kicked on, I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. I really enjoyed it. And I was reading a little bit about them and uh, their move to New York and them talking about going to see drive-by truckers at Mm -hmm. um, some venue, maybe Bowery or something. I can't, yeah. And going, "Ah, I want to be in a fucking band again. And it just seems cool. And listening to them, I was like, I definitely see drive-by truckers in them and in just their storytelling. And Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's just great music. The guy is a brilliant lyricist. I really Yeah, Craig Finn, Rules. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. And you're oh, you're gonna have him on your podcast too, right? Yeah, he's on my podcast next week. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, we right did a game because you guys are on amazing yes. guests. So uh, so much fun. We did uh a game because it's a game show podcast, and I designed the game for each guest. And Craig, because there are so many specific drink orders in Hold Steady songs. Uh, I did a game where I was like, I named specific circumstances and I had Craig like describe the ideal drink for the circumstances. That's great. And he, That's it was brilliant. great. It was so fun. Yeah. He's the best. That is brilliant. Um, listening to them today as someone who's new to it. And I, I, after I say this, I want to get into your beginning, uh, your, your start with the band when you got sure. into them and stuff, but listening to them today, I think. I realized what stopped me from getting into them. And then I was through listening all day. I was like, I could see myself liking this band a lot that I really like the, I, I like his storytelling and I like the way he taught. Like, I like the way he's talking. I think it's cool. But I think the thing that was holding me back is that he does sound so much like Greg Proops that <laughs> I think it just sounds like Greg Proops really going through something. And, uh, I think that that for some reason I was like I just don't care what this guy is talking about. But that's then, so funny. When the more, I, yeah, it's always oh, fun ahead. to find someone's voice twin. <laughs> yeah, that was it was distracting me, and then I was like, oh, now that I've figured this out, I can mm. sit back and enjoy. Um, but it was it was fun. What what was your introduction uh, to the hold study? So the first song I heard from them is one that's on this playlist and my friend Molly that I went to college with was like a big friendship mixed CD person and so this was you know back in when when anything was still on CD so this is like 2006 uh, and my friend Molly made me a, a mixed CD and, and one of their songs is on it I was like oh this is this is really good love this song didn't branch out because I feel like sometimes back then it was at a time where like everything was accessible, but it wasn't like now where it could be like, oh, I heard this one song and now I'm just going to click one button and listen to every song the band has ever made. And, and it was like 20 songs on the mix CD. I was like, this is great. I'll just listen to this. And then my buddy, Dan Balder, who's a really funny comedian so from, funny. from Boston. Yeah. One of the, one of the funniest dudes in the world. He burned me. This is maybe a year or two later, burned me their first 
few albums like just was like oh you like this band i like this band uh you gotta get all their stuff and so i listened to them all and was like oh these are all these four albums the first it was either three or four albums at the time i think it was up all the way through stay positive it was like these are great like just uh just the, those first four albums like kick so much ass and yes. that was like my introduction i came a little late you know to the to the band because they'd been making albums for a few years but dan was like oh yeah like we were driving and he played one and then was like i'll just burn you everything and like then we'll both be big fans <laughs> and so dan and i have seen them a bunch of times live like the two of us and with other friends the the drunkest i've ever been in my whole life was at a hold steady show with dan bulger like three years ago and i <laughs> got so drunk it was i was it was like a very hold steady-esque feeling because i was there my my wife was sick but i was there with dan who's my oldest friend in comedy and then on the other side of me was my friend bex who is a big fan of the band and officiated my wedding <laughs> and so i was just like between like two like super important people to me and dan just like kept buying drinks and he doesn't drink that often but like he was like well i'm in new york let's go for it and so she, so i was like handing drinks to bex to like siphon off the top because i was like couldn't double fist anymore and I, I got home like it was like one of those where i was still getting drunk as i went to sleep like the alcohol was still like i was asleep and like my dreams that's were getting worst. drunker yeah. oh man that takes me back i haven't Woke done up, that in a long time it was brutal, brutal. I, I like got into bed i was like i think like i'm at i'm on base i'm on base i'm safe and then i just kept getting drunker as i slept woke up got to the bathroom was like i made it i'm gonna puke and i'm not like i i didn't wasn't a big drinker when i was a kid uh so this is like my first real i was in my early 30s was like i made it to the bathroom this is not a disaster and then i threw up on the lid of the toilet <laughs> <laughs> and it just like so splashed onto my feet <laughs> and my wife who is an angel uh helped me clean it up because i had to catch a flight i had to leave the house at 6 a.m oh to go, no to go on the road i ran into sam samurai very funny comedian mm -hmm. in the airport and i was like the most hungover I've ever been in my life. I was like wearing the hood to a hoodie, like the emperor from star Wars. Um, yeah, like their, their shows are so great. And like, I feel like half the people I know that are really into them are sober also, which is like really interesting. Cause they're such a, like they, you know, they're, they're identified so often as a bar band, which is something Craig said in that great Steve Hyden interview that he and Tad did recently mm -hmm. for Up Rocks that, that he had said once and people keep saying, um, but they, they really do. I think that, and they talk about drinking. He talks about drinking so much in the songs. He also has that, there's that lyric, uh, I'm forgetting to tell me which song it's from where it's, uh, she said, it's good to see you back in a bar band, baby. I said, it's good to see you back in the bars. Yeah. And I love that line so much. I mean, yeah. There's so many Craig Ben quotes that I just want to say all the time. Uh, it's great. He explained on my podcast, uh, Make My Day, he explained the lyric from um, from Entitlement Crew where he says, uh, uh, talks about tequila takeoff, Tecate landing. Like he explains like his, how he visualized it. And it's like truly so great. And so like funny uh, also. He's that. just great. Yeah. Is that next week? Next week? Next uh, week. Yeah. Because oh, their album yeah. comes out Friday. We should say yep. that's one of the reasons we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So excited. Uh, I'm really excited. Um, yeah. And I've been um I I've been super into I, I really liked last year's um but you know as they say in that interview it was more of a collection of singles uh, than this one but I also like over the last five years the Craig Fun solo albums mean so much to me I think they're really amazing and they don't rock as hard as the Hold Steady obviously but it's just like a different mode that I really love.
really great, really acoustic. And like the storytelling is still there. Um, like, yeah, like you can tell it's the same guy, like his voice is the same and like his lyrical, um, like style and acumen is still there. Just like, great. I'm like, I kind of, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I should get more into lifter puller and we'll listen Mm -hmm. to something like, this is cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's like five lifter puller songs that I think are like incredible, but I've never, yeah, I've never been like a full listen to a full lifter puller album but it's just like if you go back you hear the song so it's like oh yeah this is why i love the hold steady so much Mm -hmm. lifter puller is both is tad and yeah tad and craig that's their previous band and that's from when they were in minneapolis yeah in minnesota yeah okay cool and so when they were like at the the, so from that interview when he said we were we saw drive-by truckers and like we should be in a band again it was like after lifter puller had broken up but like they were that's still an, close. that's a wild moment that's gonna be us one day tommy <laughs> stop doing stand by your band we'll be we seeing do a podcast again <laughs> we'll be seeing Marin live or something <laughs> <laughs> or make my day in like a fifty thousand person stadium <laughs> people just chanting that my that make my day <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did this happen? <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're like, like oh no, oh, what did I do? <laughs> There's pyro, <laughs> and then it, it turns out, like in the flat, even in the like fantasy, I've like uh, sold the intellectual property to Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> People like him. LOL presents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah, I love that story though. So. You guys might know this better than me, but do you do you know what brought them to New York if they were just quitting their band and then coming or did they come as part of Lifter Polar? I don't know. I was reading about that and I was like, that's such a strange move to just go to New York from the I like without any kind of like I want to make it in music further or something. I don't know. It just it it took me uh it, it i it made me think a bit about why someone would come here uh because obviously we came here for comedy but mm-hmm. uh before i get away from it tommy i wanted to ask you the same thing because you're also a huge fan of this band what what was your entry what was your entry point yeah, i was trying to remember the exact thing. i know i saw them um before i really knew them at lollapalooza because there was like the period in the mid 2000s when i just went every year because i was in chicago and it was a like music festival with amazing bands. And I just remember seeing them at like the 3 p.m. slot or something and like thinking they were cool. And then I also remember like I got really into Separation Sunday, that album, because I think it was around that time. And then when Boys and Girls in America came out, I got that just because I liked the previous album. And that album like was the one where I was like, oh, this is this went from like a band I think is cool to like top five band for me. Uh, Oh, interesting. I I thought that album was like so amazing. It like changed. Yeah. The way I feel like I fucked up today now. No. I would go because you can listen in order and it's great, but I would like start with um, if I were like advising a, a new listener, I would say to start with boys and girls in America and stay positive and then like work your way out from there, like forward mm-hmm. and backward in time. Cause those two, I feel like are the ones where you can just play for like somebody who, who isn't a fan yet. And they'll be like, Oh, I get this right away. Yes. yes. It's kind of like say... tenet. You have to move backwards. <laughs> bullets, and you'll understand. <laughs> Uh, I felt like uh, so I listened to uh, Almost Killed Me First and then I listened to Separation Sunday and I loved Separation Sunday yeah. right off the bat I thought it was awesome uh, Hornets Hornets was sick mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I really really liked it um, Banging Camp I liked a lot yeah I was I was really into it 
uh but i did not get to i didn't listen to all of boys and girls in america i just listened to some of it um I loved Chips Ahoy, by the way. Oh yeah, great song. Chips Ahoy rules. Yeah, I was I I was finding myself like angry that I had not given more time to this because it's one of those things where I I fear it's too late. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm gonna no way. It's leave also it like to you guys to to get me into them by the end of this episode and make <laughs> yeah. me a true fan. <laughs> it's it's also cool because it's a band with lots of fans that are like our age. Which is cool. Yes. Because there are some bands that are, <laughs> Tommy and I saw a band together that's a great band that we both love. And they have so many fans that are like, I would say 10 years younger than me, for sure. Like, I'm mm-hmm. 36. And it was like a lot of fans in their mid-20s. And I was just like, oh, this is what seeing this from this side is like. Yeah. yeah. So are you talking like, about the pop the show? First time I, we, went to see, we went to see Charlie Bliss. Oh, Charlie Bliss. Yes, rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so awesome. Yes, um, that was a great show great show they they also but this was the moment where because they're a few years younger than than i am and and their fans are a little younger than that i think um they played mr they played a cover of mr brightside by the killers and the encore mm-hmm. and and that i've never seen it was like the first time i ever saw a song from like when i was in high school probably that came out like early early 2000 maybe my first year in college that people are like Oh yeah, like they the 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 crowd was like freaking out like if um like if we were at a show and somebody played Paradise by the Dashboard Light. <laughs> we were just like Meatloaf, baby. We remember this. <laughs> or like not even we remember this, but like this was like before our time and yeah. we love it. Most of the shows that Tommy goes to, the audience is like 25 years younger. It's <laughs> mostly middle school uh, band shows. He's trying to pick up some tail. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Wiggles, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you like this stuff? <laughs> this is the drunkest I've ever gotten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I got some of their deep cuts in my car. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, so let's I think we should go ahead and hear some of the music. Uh yeah. before we do, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Stand by Your Band. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We are back, baby, with more Stand By Your Band. And uh, Tom just nap, nap. Tom just napped for 45 I took a minutes. Power, I took a power nap. When did you get that 5 o'clock shadow? <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I said we're taking a break. and uh, We were on a break. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, it is, it's time for us to get into some music. Shockingly, Jared had no thoughts on today's band. That's so him, funny. He I fixed the visual him. profile of a Hold Steady fan. I so know. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised. I think it, uh, I, I I asked him, um, I said, we're doing the Hold Steady. You got any thoughts? Do you know them? And he said, eh, kind of. I'll look at it. And then uh, no, nothing since then, which makes me think we might be out of time, uh, which is okay. Uh, Jared, didn't have to, he didn't have to have thoughts on all these bands. But um, 
So we're skipping that segment. I thought about calling somebody else. I really was, I, if I had realized Jared wasn't going to do it, I would have called Mike Leibovitz because yeah, he, he was just doing... tweeted about uh, Hold Steady today. Oh, he did. Well, he yeah. posted a bunch on the Facebook, which we'll get to later. Oh, okay. I, that might have sparked his. That probably steady. inspired. Okay. Yeah, because he was tr- he was writing fake lyrics to their songs that <laughs> sounded very real. It was very funny. Um, but nonetheless, no Jared today. So uh, instead, we're just gonna jump straight to the songs. And uh, Tommy, I'm gonna le- I'm gonna let you uh, control it if you have your phone with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because uh, I feel like you'll know better the places to uh, to skip to than I would because. Lately, I've been uh, I've been really blowing it on these skips, uh, Josh. I, I'm playing the worst parts of the songs, and people are getting upset, and I just can't have that on my conscience anymore. Conscience? There it is. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Just playing just the bridge. I'm blowing it, but uh, <laughs> since Tommy knows the songs, I trust that he will play the right thing to make people love this band. Josh, do you want to do in the order that uh, you sent? Yeah, or... do it in the okay. order that I sent. This is like, because I put it in a kind of a playlisty arc, which is fun. I don't do that very often. I'm not a big like Spotify playlist person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I try to be, but every time I do, I'm like, I'm making a February playlist. And then it's two songs. <laughs> I forget <laughs> all about it. <laughs> the worst oh, playlist man. of all time. I tried uh, to do it when when my book came out a couple of years ago. I was like, oh, it'll be, someone suggested like, oh, you can like direct people to this. And it's like a fun thing people can enjoy. Like do a playlist that's like songs mentioned in your book. Mm-hmm. And I got like four songs in. I was just like, this is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> you can read the names of the songs in the book and then just find them yourself. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off with one of one of the great, when you're seeing the Hold Study Live, this is always one of the big crowd pleasers. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one of my favorite Hold Study songs, uh, Stuck Between Stations. Very excited. From Boys and Girls in America. Paradise when I think that South Paradise was right. Boys and Girls in America. They are such a sad time together. Stucking on each other What a song. That's great. Just a killer song. Great. Yeah. It kicks so much ass. It's got like a nice build up too. It's like a fun show or a fun song to play like at the beginning of a stand-up show, even mm-hmm. because it starts real quiet. Like you didn't hear it on the play, but and then it like kicks in and I feel like it kind of gets people's attention and then they're like, ooh, a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, usually what happens is we play too much of the in, of the instrumental in, mm-hmm. uh, intro and then we don't get to any words and mm-hmm. we're like oh fuck we've been playing this song for three minutes yeah. so <laughs> i went the other way and started it no, right this when the lyrics started. but it's perfect that song and the lyrics are so good i mean like the yes. title of stuck between stations and the metaphor of like feeling like you're just between phases of your life and like having yeah. clarity and like uh it just rules like she's a damn good dancer and she wasn't all that great of a girlfriend it's yes like, uh, what a great song lyric so, oh, good. The best. And so true 
<laughs> Those good dancers can't trust him. Uh, he, uh, for those who who don't know this, like I didn't, uh, the Boys and Girls in America album was written by Craig Finn when he was getting a divorce. He told Spin Magazine, "There's huge amount of failure I, I felt at that time," and uh, he nails the feeling of like what you said, being between things. And uh, yeah, I, this a lot of this music uh reminded me of my time in chicago where it was just like not knowing at all where you're at and going to bars and just living that in that sort of lifestyle and uh i i i went down memory lane today with it even though i had never listened to these songs before truly a testament to how great his songwriting is that rules There's also, yeah, there is something so Midwestern about them, and you can always feel that. And I'll say, I mean, you brought up Stephen Hyden. I feel like he's always talking about that, about, you know, bands from cold places. You can always, it's always just a little different than Mm -hmm. California bands, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, This song was ranked number 11 on Pitchfork's list of the top 100 songs of 2006. Ooh. That makes sense. I should have looked at what was number one, but I didn't. So we'll say, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, was, I remember, <laughs> hey, yeah, so specifically because it came out that, because Speaker Box Love Below yes. came out bet- uh, right when I started college, like my first month of college, mm-hmm. Speaker Box Love Below came out. So that was, and, and hey, yeah, was like the big song all summer before that, mm-hmm. uh, which was 2003. I remember that's like the only <laughs> song that I remember when it came out exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I won't get any, I was about to go on a whole deep dive of speaker box love below. And then I was it like, rules. that is not what we're doing today. But I, hey, we I love could that. Be. I love that album. It's so good. So good. <laughs> uh, the next one we're going to play another one of my favorites. Uh, I think that when I first heard separation Sunday, this is the song that like totally blew me away. And this is the song that my buddy Molly put on that mixtape that I was like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Like I've heard of this band. I was like a big pitchfork reader. And so, which some of their taste was like too cool and still is like too cool for me where they're just like so smart and know so much about music that there's stuff that they'll be like, Oh, it's like when someone who's really into coffee describes coffee and then you taste it and you're like, tastes like coffee. And and I felt that way about a a lot of stuff back then where they would be like, Oh, there's like all these rich textural elements and all these fascinating things they do. And I would hear and I'd be like, it doesn't resonate. And and sometimes it it super did. And um, this band was one that like Pitchfork really liked. And I was like, but is it is it my thing? And, and then when I heard, it, I was like, oh hell yeah, this does. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why I said it like that. That yeah, was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the kiss that caught her Holly. And then she's sorry She's been stranded at these parties And these parties, they start lovely But they get druggy And they get ugly And they get bloody The priest just kind of laughed The deacon caught a draft She crashed into the Easter Mass With her hair done up in broken glass She was limping left on broken heels And she said, Father, can I tell you Oh yeah. 
You, I think you've shown me that song before, Tommy. That one sounds, yes. I feel like I recognize that one right off the bat. That's um, also, yeah, one of my, I love that guitar part so much and another just lyrical one, uh, especially, uh, I think it resonates uh, not just because the word resurrections in it, but a lot of his <laughs> writing is very much like growing up Catholic in the Midwest. It like hits <laughs> like a lot in a ways that like music usually doesn't, I would say. It it reminds me, I, I've never thought of this until just now because, but like, obviously the Catholic imagery is, is so, is so present in the music, but it feels to me like, the, like the way the Beastie Boys music feels Jewish, this is Christian. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Like it's yeah, not yeah. Christian rock, but it it yes. is like rock that it like touches on the themes of Christianity. And I, so I guess it's like a little more explicit, but it feel it like touches me in the same way that I'm like, oh, this is like how this is like the feeling comes across. Totally. That's interesting. Are there? Uh... Are there other bands that you feel that way about that are like this is a Catholic band, but they're not? It's not Catholic music or or Christian music. That's not you know, that's not it's not something they would play you if you're going to a Christian party or something. But you're like this is a band. It feels like Christian rock. I'm trying to think of I if I have any examples. I feel like I don't know if anyone in this band is Jewish, but I feel like they might be giants feels Jewish to me. Yeah, <laughs> another band that I've seen live a bunch of times and they are awesome live. That's the first band I think that uh, besides maybe ABBA that somebody played on this podcast for us that I was like, oh, I like them now. That got like, yeah. they they got me into them to where I listen to They Might Be Giants sometimes now just because of uh, the people who defended them on uh, this very podcast. Who did them on the podcast? Who did it was, them Joe, on? Rumble it was Joe Rumble and, Andrew and Tischer then, together? Yes, oh, Tischer. Cool. That's right. Yeah, it was. Uh, they did a great job and. Uh, yeah, it was. It got me. It made me really like them because I thought they were children's music before I listened to their playlist. I legit thought it was all kids' songs, and I was like, "How can any adults that I know love this?" And uh, then it turns out I was a dumbass. They're no, great. they're so good, and they've made so much like explicit children's music. And then when we were kids, they're like some of their like regular quirkier songs were like used in children's entertainment so mm -hmm. i feel like it's an easy misconception to have but they're so awesome yeah they're they're sick as hell i see that though um yeah i'm trying to think if i have anything i i did notice there was some song of his that reminded me so much of the national that i was like if i mm. it was like a more recent thing and it was some, something about chicago a uh, god of chicago or something like that yeah chicago seemed tired last night not no, that one from okay. the from the uh the solo album yes oh, yes, yes that's yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah and i i was like if i listened to this i think i would get really into them because the national is probably my favorite band right now um yeah and, uh, they're, they're very similar one. yeah that's it God that is way more national uh, yes yep. yeah uh so i gotta i think that that might be my my way to ease myself into to all of it but yeah um yeah uh yeah other Christian, hey, if you, the listener, can think of any examples of this, because I think there are a lot of them. I just am completely. We'll give certain. you Josh's number and you just text it to just him. Just text me. <laughs> just text me about your favorite Christian influenced bands. Any time of the day, really. Don't... <laughs> I usually sleep from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. and then from 3 a.m. again to 8. So, so <laughs> those are the best to times. To I'm safe in there. <laughs> and somewhere in between there, he's uh, getting up to throw up on top of the toilet seat. So I, if you catch him then, <laughs> that's true. By the way, Josh, the the eleven to two three yes. day. Because I saw you because tweeting about walking your dog at two thirty in the morning. My, my I dog wakes up. My dog wakes up at somewhere between two and three, basically every night, and I take her out and I give her breakfast because. So my my dog eats meals at noon 
7 p.m. and 2 a.m. like she's touring with Van Halen in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so yeah so I'm up for like an hour she doesn't walk very far she's a pug she has the smallest legs but she once I'm like up and take her out I, I can't like go back to sleep she can how is she just barking at you to, to take her out or is she just go to the bathroom in the house if you don't do it she she has not gone in the house but she real she'll throw a fit usually like it doesn't get to the point of barking because i know to take her but she mm. gets up and she wakes up and she sleeps in bed with us so she wakes up and she kind of like walks around on the bed and then if we don't wake up from that she just starts like aggressively sneezing <laughs> <laughs> she just will like walk right into your face and be like, <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, you little jerk. That's a good move. I love a passive aggressive dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, very passive aggressive dog. Uh, that's beautiful. Our cats think it, it's I. It's embarrassing because it's like they've gotten into a habit of uh, when I get up, they meow at me endlessly to feed them, and usually mm-hmm. I feed them at eleven. But I, you know, I've been keeping some late nights lately, and. Uh, it's often like I, I get up and if I get up at like 9 a.m., they still meow at me as if it's 11. And I'm sure. like, no, you don't get it. I'm a functional member of society too, man. <laughs> it's not your time. It's not 11, you piece of shit. You slobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's go. Uh, we, yeah, yeah, let's hear Keep going. One. The next one is stay positive. When the scene will seem less sunny It'll probably get druggy And the kids will seem too skinny There's gonna come a time when she's gonna have to go With whoever's gonna get her the highest There's gonna come a time when the true scene leaders Will forget where they differ And get big picture Cause the kids at the shows They'll have kids of their own The sing-along songs will be our scriptures Had to make sure to get all four. We got to stay positive. <laughs> you got to get them all in there. <laughs> Otherwise, the listeners will be like, but do we got to? <laughs> <laughs> what if the fourth time he's like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> um, I, I love it. So that's off the album, Stay Positive. I feel like it is the most important Hold Steady song <laughs> in that, like, it's such a, a mantra. Um, I... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I mean, I, I wrote about this is like, I, I mean, it's a, I've seen the band so many times. I listen to their music all the time. And this song, it, I'm a big optimist. Like if people know me, I'm like a pretty sunshiny guy. Uh, but this song, I, I've read, I read an interview where, where Craig was talking about it. And he said, like, look, you don't say stay positive when things are good. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you say, stay positive because things are bad and it's important to like, try to try to be good and try to and try to make things good and try to feel okay and that was like such a resonant thing because i feel like people when you're like i like so i will say like if you're like 
and people will self will identify me as like an optimist but like you're not an optimist if you're like everything's good always that makes mm. you an idiot you're an optimist <laughs> if you're like some things are good and some things are bad and we can like try to make them better mm -hmm. that's a great it, point yeah it's also a great another great yeah live show staple of just getting to scream those oh, 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 oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's it so fun. yeah i also feel like my like maybe one of my favorite feelings the first lyric of the song is um i've got a lot of i got a lot of old friends and they're getting back in touch and it's a pretty good feeling yeah it feels pretty good and i just like what i like love hanging like getting a text from somebody i haven't seen in like five years just being like hell yeah this rules this is the best <laughs> feeling. i love these people like i, lo I love <laughs> this guy it's just like i don't know i've just been especially this last year and the next song i think is about this too but or like touch makes me think about this too but in the pandemic i'm just like man i just like love to hear from friends and miss seeing friends yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh, that was like I said. Look, looking at this music today, or like listening to this music today, I was just going through old pictures, and I was like, <laughs> it honestly made me very sad because I was just like, oh, I miss, uh, you know, uh, good times. But uh, you know what? You're right. We got to stay. It's your positive. favorite TV show, right? That's right. Good times. Uh, <laughs> pictures, pictures of you watching good times. <laughs> Those were the good times. They took it off of Hulu. <laughs> it's pictures. You're like taking selfies that look like you're standing next to the cast on the TV. Um, yeah, I love it. I mean, it's just like such a good, like, I don't know. It's just so, um, I like how overt it is. Like, I, I yeah. And and in a lot of the, it's also very referential of like the pre their previous work like there's this like internal like mythology and storytelling and and a lot of it gets kind of like referenced in that song so it's like kind of a keystone to like a bunch of the other stuff they I they was do. gonna ask you about that do they do that a lot because I feel like mm -hmm. uh, even in the songs that I heard today they would reference things they said in other songs and yeah. he, he reuses a lot of the same like he says druggy in this yep. too you don't hear druggy in a lot of songs unless yeah. it's a hold steady song apparently but uh it's, i liked that though I, I kind of enjoyed hearing him say i think he is there another song where he references a girl who is gonna go that's why you, i played that verse so we could hear that yes. again yeah yeah, yeah. because yeah it, it's it, yes. super self and also just talking about the scene is something that is a big thing yeah. that verse is like one of their most referential verses and i think part of the reason i love that so much is it it just makes you feel like you're in on it immediately. Mm -hmm. Like you, you only have to listen to yeah the song a couple of times. And you're like, oh, I get this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for That's sure. Great. And unified scene is like the kind of like the overarching name for the fandom too, which they reference mm -hmm. there. Um, which yeah, it just like I don't know, it just rules. And like the chorus is, it's like one of those choruses that like if you see them at a live show, like you hear the chorus half of one time, and you're like. Oh, I know how to shout this. <laughs> it's like so easy. Brilliant. Yeah. Really. Um, this next one, there's an interesting backstory in the sense that <laughs> so there's a little Mandela effect that happened here where Josh, you would put in your playlist Heaven is Whenever, um, yep. which is the name of the album. And I also thought this song was called Heaven Knows Whenever. What is the name of the song? It's actually called We Can Get Together. We Can Get Together. But that's the next half of the couplet, right? That's yes, the exactly. Which that's is so funny because so I. Gun to my head, huge fan of this band would have also said the song is called Heaven Is Whatever. Yes, so. <laughs> yes. Um, that's so funny that I that I got it wrong and that we both would have been the same way. 100%. But they also they just 
they just did it was like the 10 year anniversary of this album and i gotta which is it's like it's not my favorite of their albums but there's a lot of good songs on it and the t-shirt has the lyric from the song which is then this is another like pandemic feeling i've been having of heaven is whenever we can get together which is the real name mm. of the song. and it's just like man what a good what a sweet thing to say to someone yes. uh yeah it's it's like such a tender song and i felt like because it's been so resonant in my mind for the past like 11 months i should i should include it and it's like dynamically kind of different than a lot of the other stuff like this it's very totally. it was a real playlist decision <laughs> <laughs> And also, if anyone wants a playlist to read while listening to Josh's book, just listen to this playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. This will do it. This will do it. This is, and then Paul's Boutique, if you finish this playlist <laughs> of six songs. All right, here it is. We Can Get Together, the name of the song we all know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So I made a, a crucial mistake here and I'm going to go to the part you were referencing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because it's not the, um, it's like kind of the bridge, right? Yes. Like it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a right now. It's about to start, I think. Another miscalculation here, but. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm not going to give up on this. I'm going to stay positive. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. An adventure. Yeah. We yeah. got there. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> it's so tender. Like what I, I just like love that image and that feeling. It's like just about listening to music, like talking about bands with someone. It's like so sweet and fun and like the most fun, like innocent thing to do. You know mm. what I mean? Absolutely. I think that album is underrated even among Hold Steady fans because I was just looking through the the track list and I was like, oh, I like almost all of these songs and it doesn't get lumped in with like the the great Hold Steady albums, but I think it kind of should be. There's a lot of good, really good stuff on it. I loved that song. That was yeah. one of, if not my favorite, top two on the playlist. I really enjoyed it. It's so good. And it's so like, it's, there's, they have a few songs that are like, dynamically like that like more ballady you know a little more uh down tempo 
less like a, a, a rave up. And I like generally my preference in music is like big, but I love their like quieter songs too. I think it's like a real good counterpoint, but like there are other bands where like when they do a ballad, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom, hit the bar. Even when I'm at home, I'm like, I'm just going to go to my the bar in my apartment, pour myself a drink, skip this one. But theirs are so good. <laughs> this go and um check. gosh I, i'm like blanking because we're talking about it but um the 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 real slow ballady one from stay positive the fifth song of um god damn it i'm gonna look it up uh well while you look it up i'm gonna start playing the next song and then we can <laughs> we'll return lord I'm, lord I'm discouraged lord i'm discouraged is a great yeah. song yeah. it rules yeah so this is uh from just last year or no it's 2021 this is from 2019 i know this next one uh, a great song this was uh they hadn't put out anything in five years because there was uh teeth dreams was 2014 and they hadn't mm-hmm. put anything in a long time and they put out the single did they put out this one first or was it the this um, was maybe the first one it was, it was on two, one yeah. of the first two like and it was yeah. we we saw them together right like right after this song came out mm-hmm. and they played it live and everyone was yeah. like already psyched the song even up for like three <laughs> weeks and everyone was like one of our favorites like they're, <laughs> they're fans and they and and someone either craig or tad said it in that that recent interview that it's like a, a big fan favorite but like immediately everyone was like we know this song <laughs> That's it is feeling. yeah it's amazing when a band can do that because it's so hard even though it seems like it would be easy for a band to make a song that feels like it could have been three albums ago and like yes. you know and it seems like it should be easy but it's like almost impossible and they did uh, oh sorry and they were putting out these songs like two at a time on mm-hmm. Bandcamp as like a single and a b-side and they're this album thrashing through the passion is great um and but there were a couple songs from those sessions that like didn't make it onto the album that i also loved it was mm-hmm. man like esther is oh great yeah one. yeah like esther a lot. yeah um, um this is entitlement crew Tequila takeoff, Takati landing. Sorry about the centerpiece, thanks for understanding. Saw salesman hard branding, Kapari commissions. I was sitting in the kitchen trying to guess where she was living now. The hotel room in Houston with the shades against the sunshine. Or maybe still a scram like it's 1999. When I saw rolling through with the entitlement crew, I wasn't all that into it, but there was nothing I could do about it. Now here's the church, here's the steeple I like the party favors, but I hate the party people Got distracted by the chorus when the kids all sang along Up to the wrong set, I always really liked that song You like that song too, I know that you do I saw you mouthing all the words when you didn't know I was watching you Everything is brittle and it's breaking apart Your sister's in Seattle and she's sleeping with the sharks Oh, man. It's so hard to turn these songs off for me. (laughs) (laughs) We should just listen to the whole song. So many good parts. It feels like when you catch Shawshank on TNT. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Do they play anything else on that channel besides basketball and Shawshank? (laughs) 
<laughs> they just in between each promote the other. <laughs> I would kill to see Charles Barkley riff over Shawshank. <laughs> that would be my dream. <laughs> I would I would pay I would pay someone if you're listening, I will pay I'll Venmo you money to recut at least one scene of uh Morgan Freeman voiceover but with anything Charles Barkley has ever said. <laughs> oh my god. Tell me what you uh, think is fair and I'll Venmo you. That's great. And to do one person. innocent. Damn, I fucked it up. <laughs> uh man, that's uh <laughs> That'll be great. I'm I'm looking forward to those clips myself. So please, someone. Do it. I I like never. I hate to put like to crowdsource things, you know, just for like the sake of it for my own fun. But on my podcast once, I forget who. Maybe it was Grace Spellman I was talking with, and we, someone, we were talking about if the climactic scene from. <laughs> from parasite i don't want to spoil it if people haven't seen it still <laughs> but the climactic scene towards the end of parasite w- were soundtracked by um shipping up to boston by the dropkick Murphys. <laughs> <laughs> and someone put it online and it's like it was so delightful like i, I felt so <laughs> grateful that the person that did it but also it's so funny <laughs> that's a great idea damn <laughs> uh we should let's hear this last song so and uh we have we have a big segment to get to because a lot of people had thoughts on the hold steady so i want to i want to i want to get to this peanut gallery all right we're going back to the debut album uh for the last song which i'm very excited about from almost uh from almost killed me uh we're going to play killer parties which is the final song on the debut album uh, which is a it's a it's kind of a it's a build up song, so I would say listen to it outside of the show. I just put <laughs> yeah, a minute yeah, of yeah. it that uh, I think is good. But. We got time. <laughs> Play the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> a great so i had to get in the uh, pensacola parties hard with pop yeah. pills and pepsi which i'm very that's proud right. of myself for saying <laughs> without <laughs> stumbling that's exactly what i'm doing too <laughs> in celebration uh this is the pepsi the poppers are uh in my body already <laughs> is it poppers before pepsi i always forget the rhyme <laughs> Uh, that was my science fair project. <laughs> poppers before Pepsi, never, never been sexy. sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi before poppers. <laughs> uh, you're going to call the. Coppers. You're never going to stop. Mm-hmm. Her. <laughs> um, yeah, so. it's great. I mean, it's like, it's such a great album ending song, too. Yes. 
because it builds up and then and then kind of fades back fades back down it just is like yeah that's like the end of something like it all that song feels like like the end of a really good movie you're like yep nothing else could have happened after that (laughs) it does kind of yeah give it gives me chills like when i listen to if you listen to the whole album especially just hearing the end it's like and it's so crazy yeah just like knowing that they didn't you know when they recorded this it was you know they didn't know anything that was going to happen it could have been the only album they ever made and it's just like really wild and yeah hearing you know like charlemagne referenced which became you know a huge character throughout the rest of the band i don't know i just love uh i love that song so much i think it was a great choice thank you hell yeah there's uh, so many songs that i was like oh six songs <laughs> sure well here's uh 40 songs <laughs> i mean it's so hard with a, a band that has what is it eight albums how yeah. like to 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 narrow down six i mean you've done a hell of a job here thank you uh we have one more segment here uh before we before we get to the ranking of the playlist and all that good stuff but uh let's take a quick break before we do that because i need to get my computer charger so we'll be right back with more stand by your band all right we are back with the final stretch of stand by your band uh, like I said, it's time for us to get to the peanut gallery. The the listeners of the show had a lot of thoughts on the hold steady. So uh, let's, let's get to them. First off we have uh, from the Patreon, we read all the comments that are sent to the Patreon because that's what you pay for people. And if you want to, your comment guaranteed to be read, get on that Patreon $3 a month, get you bonus episodes every friggin' week. Uh, first off we have John Bilancini, who's going to be a guest on the Patreon because he signed up for the guest tier, which you're also uh, welcome to do. Uh, he said, uh, the hold steady were my favorite band for a long time and are still one of my favorites. Separation Sunday is a perfect album. I moved to New York city in 2007. I don't have many New York moments from my time here, but one that always comes to mind is related to the hold steady. My first year in law school, Oh seven, I found out about a free hold steady concert taking place at world trade center back when the new tower was still under construction. It was part of an effort to try to get people to start coming to events down there again. My law school was nearby, so I walked over and got to see Rhett Miller and Hold Steady play outdoors for free in front of about 100 people. In between songs, they were passing around a bottle of Jack Daniels and telling stories about the friends they've lost. uh, They lost in 9-11 and their experiences from that day. I also saw Obama that year in the Parker Meridian um, Hotel when he was running for president, but that was less of a New York moment since he didn't even play Chicago Seemed Tired last night. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Starlet Miller, who uh, was also just on the Patreon, doing the guest tier, very cool, uh, said uh, she did uh, No Doubt. It was very fun. Uh, she said, Bitch of Broadway checking in. <laughs> uh, I was told if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all, but Josh rules. So hi, Josh. My only real anecdote <laughs> on the whole study is that Craig Finn has such a unique voice and delivery that it's fun to imitate, uh, which is why post-college, a great friend and I would meet up at bars to drunkenly imitate it. And our favorite <laughs> to do uh, so with was Sequestered in Memphis. Great song. And thank you um, for the shout out. Yeah. Uh, JV says some friends and I had a bit for a while where we do our best Christopher Walken impression while reciting hold steady lyrics. <laughs> uh, she says, always remember. So uh, never to never trust to me. Trust there we go. <laughs> uh, Nick Percaro, uh, again, another person who was just on the Patreon says, uh, I'm in a Facebook group called sounds like a hold steady lyric, but okay. Uh, highly recommended. All right. Oh, that's fun. 
Um, Nick Clerkin says, if you grew up Catholic and love to drink, you got to love this band. Um, (laughs) Anthony Tiberio says, the Hold Steady are a great band. They're fun. Always great to partake in at a party. And certain songs like Stuck Between Stations really get my heart pumping. I guess you can say they're the musical equivalent of cocaine. Um, you heard it here, folks. Josh loves cocaine. Come on. <laughs> oh, your listeners set me up. We almost made it the whole episode. It's so funny. Cocaine. The funniest thing about this bit is that everyone who knows me knows this bit and teases me about it. And people who don't just like hear it and are like, wow, he's very open about this. <laughs> Yeah, this bit. Uh, JV <laughs> says. <laughs> uh, JV says uh, was supposed to see them four nights in a row in Toronto this past September, but COVID fucked that Oof. up. We'll Ooh. go down as one of the great uh, all-time rock bands. Very glad Franz rejoined the band. Uh, the stuff yes. they've put out since uh, is as classic to me as the first three records. Also, Craig and Tad's previous band, Lifter Polar, is one of the coolest fucking bands of all time. Here's some footage of them playing the jenny jones show that's really wow. funny uh, uh there's a link if you're on the patreon uh nick Percaro says they're a top five band of the millennium for me and a must-see live act banging camp must uh, may just be my favorite song of all time also Ooh, the wow. album heaven is whenever is quite underrated that's what we Tommy said. was just we saying just yeah. said it just <laughs> said just it. it so there you go um do we? I don't think we posted on the Twitter this time. No, Unless, no. Yeah, so no Twitter today. But honestly, that's fine because uh, we wouldn't have had time anyway. We have uh, we have a bunch on the Facebook, and we'll get to a few of them here. If you want your comment guaranteed to be read, get on that Patreon. Like I said, three dollars a month. Three dollars a dang month, and it's only like two seventy if you do the whole year. Two dollars and seventy cents. I mean, a, a month. Uh, ben Eastman says separation Sunday boys and girls in America and stay positive are fucking murderers row of records. Uh, Jeremy Levenbach says they do an incredible cover of Atlantic city. All right. They do. Yes. I once drove from Boston to Atlantic city, only listening to a playlist I made of covers of the song Atlantic city. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit for no one. I was driving by myself. And <laughs> That's it's one amazing. of my favorite covers. That's so funny. How long is that drive? It's like six hours. hours. Six oh, hours shit. <laughs> I feel like you'd go so crazy you'd start to see the chicken man on the side of the road. <laughs> uh, Cat Power Copland says, extreme love for them and their very, very fun shows. Um, Wayne Mimmit says, I once went to a Dave Matthews Band concert only to see the whole city open. They embody everything a dive oh, wow. bar rock band hopes to become. There you That's go. crazy. They opened for... Dave Matthews back. I know. Very fun pairing. Yeah, that is a that is a fun pairing. Honestly. <laughs> uh, Aaron Lampert says, uh, "I saw Eugene Merman do an opening set for them in a basement bar in Pennsylvania in like 05 and it was incredible. And I will never ever forget it. Uh, there, the energy in that room that night. Uh, they came back a few months later, and after afterward, everyone partied in a warehouse studio space around the corner from the venue, and it was fun until one of them started asking people where to find heroin." I woke up three hours later for uh, my cushy country club job the next day, but still made it in. Those very specific nights will always stand out in my memories of life in Lancaster, PA. There was no, what, there was truly nothing else like the Lizard Lounge in the basement of the Chameleon Club. All right, Aaron, weird heroin story. There, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that was going to end like the end of Stand By Me. Like I never had friends <laughs> as good as I did in that warehouse filled heroin. <laughs> Jesus, does anyone? 
uh let's see here uh james fritz says i really like his solo album yep uh, yeah. i'm sure faith in the future is like, there's there's three solo albums faith in the future is uh, the one for me but they're all great ah there you go um there's more uh, oh <laughs> i i definitely wanted to read this one uh jeffrey mcdonald said after jonah ray said that craig finn always sounds like Kirk Van Houten singing, Can I Borrow a Feeling? I can't not hear it. <laughs> that is really funny. I don't agree, really, but it is a very funny observation. <laughs> I also don't agree, but like, what a burn. <laughs> it is a good burn. That's a good quick burn that if you think about it deeply at all, it, it doesn't really hold up, but mm-hmm. uh, it is it is funny. Um, no offense to Jonah Ray. Uh, George Gordon says one of my favorite bands of all time. I read an article about them back in 2005 and that's when I started listening to, uh, that's when I started listening to really liking them. Uh, I liked them so much that I messaged them on MySpace, and the cool thing was they messaged back. I'm also cool with Steve Selvage who tours with them and he's cool as fuck. George is so cool. George is one of the coolest. <laughs> Check out George Gordon. He's cool as hell. Funny uh, guy. He's yeah. just like an A plus dude. He's like one of my earliest New York friends too. His, from when I his music taste often lines right up with mine too. I saw him at a Built to Spilt show and I think he was holding a Modest Mouse like record that he had bought that day. And I was like, you were my guy. Uh, or maybe it was a Dinosaur Junior. I can't remember what it was, but George uh, is awesome. something like that. Uh, Let's see. He said you should talk to Heidi Vanderlee. She said, um, this is for Stand By Your Band, right? I'd like to take a bullet, or I'd take a bullet for them, figuratively, podcast-wise. We do actually force people to do that. That's a part of <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gosh, yeah. I know that what, I, it's tough because of COVID, but once this thing is over, we will I, shoot on. a gun at you. <laughs> I do have a gun here. <laughs> oh, perfect. Thanks so much. Yeah, perfect. Oh, great. So if you just can put like a trampoline on the wall and <laughs> shoot at that. <laughs> uh let's see she says a few different things here she says justice for teeth dreams which as a body of work makes much more sense in hindsight even though it was also a clear demonstration of overconfidence sans france um hmm oh uh justice for i see i thought she was saying the album was called justice for teeth no, no, dreams no, like- <laughs> now i understand yeah uh she said i almost i, I love almost <laughs> killed me deeply even though it has clear ripoffs of songs from two different cheap trick albums uh, she said, I literally named my PR company after them. Okay, I'm done for now. Uh, Adam Burke says, saw them at the Metro. She said uh, she liked a guy who dressed retro. I said, okay, but suburban ghoul- girls are like that sometimes, of course. Uh, and then he said, seriously, just have Marty or uh, Mike Leibovitz call on an improv uh, hold steady lyrics. Like I said, I thought about doing that. It would have been good. Leibovitz writes, she blew in from East Rotterdam, said she was looking for a glam band. She loved how glam bands get out of hand down in South Minneapolis. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. That is very good. Um, This is the, I think I'm going to read one more and then we'll, we'll call it it. We just have so many that it's, uh, it's tough here. Um, I hate to even call it only, uh, only one, but Mallory Bradford. Uh, oh, you know what? I'll read James Fritz and then I'll read Mallory because I found that one first. Uh, he says they freaking rip, and I didn't know why they talked about Ybor City so much till I hang I hung out there after shows at the Tampa Improv and saw twelve year olds in uh, 
bars and uh, strangers punching each other in the street. <laughs> Ybor City is weird. Uh, I've been to the the club he's talking about. It. It's a very strange place. I, there's just chickens running around the streets. I, I think that's where I was where that was happening. It was very crazy. Uh, you know where the movie City of God took place. <laughs> uh oh kate oliver katie oliver says i have a big ass valky kit uh tattoo with the s banner that says so much joy below her uh they are my absolute fave and i am so stoked to listen to this well there you go katie i hope i'm sure i fucked up the pronounce the pronunciation of that and the pronunciation of pronunciation um <laughs> uh by the way and also lebo said it they're they might not be the best band of all time but they are the most fun um they are fun as hell i now i want to see them live i feel like the i would best, have a great yeah. time with them. i like truly can't wait it's like one of the things i'm most excited for um post because they did they do this uh four night stand at brooklyn ball every like november turning into december. december yeah yeah and and i've gone a couple times i missed it once because i was on the road and then this year they did it live streamed and I was like, this is great. But like, I'm so hyped to go live again. The shows are so fun. And Brooklyn Bowl is like a pretty good venue. I love yeah. Brooklyn Bowl. Big Brooklyn Bowl fan over here. I remember being pissed though when, when we went and saw that one of those Brooklyn Bowl shows because Ted Leo was opening. I love Ted Leo. Yeah. And there was, just, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever seen a show there. And the fact that people were actively bowling while Ted Leo was playing, oh, yeah. I was like, stop <laughs> bowling. This guy's great. It's Ted Leo. <laughs> Ted Leo is awesome. Yeah. That was great. And then the, the, the other time. Oh, I'm I, thinking of Brooklyn Steel. She, Cause I was like, they don't, where's the bowling? <laughs> no, <part>? Brooklyn <laughs> Bowl has That's active sure bowling lanes during the show. But damn, that's really funny. Um, the other time I saw them, Patterson Hood from um, Fuck yeah, Drive By Truckers. Yeah, from Drive By Truckers opened, and he brought out um, Katie and Marie from Reformed Horse to like sing. Oh, oh wow, amazing! Yeah, very cool. I was like, just like thrilled. It was so fun. That's wild. I met yeah. them the same week that I saw uh, Patterson Hood. Uh, that I got, I got really into Drive By Truckers because they were playing Red Clay and oh. i didn't that maybe that's where they met or something that's crazy i don't know yeah very cool it's like i was just like oh those are my comedy friends being rock stars hell yeah that's yeah. awesome wow. uh the last comment i'll read here is uh is mallory bradford says uh, i was in a bar and a hold steady show and craig finn was also there and I walked up to him and told him exactly what the band meant to me. Ooh, she got to live your dream, Tommy. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> but she says it was humiliating in retrospect. And I was so overwhelmed by the experience. I walked out of the bar and promptly puked in the street. <laughs> from wow. Both That's my and experience. Whiskey. <laughs> uh she said a perfect night for a perfect band <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great oh somebody in the in her in the response to her katie oliver says i went to a talk back at the chicago athletic uh, association a few years back uh i was having tad sign a record of theirs i told him how much i love their music and that the first time i saw them was in the basement of a vfw in fargo he told me he looked me dead in the eye and said, oh, my God, that's the drunkest we've ever been on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, Tad. A VFW is the place to do it. Uh, that'll do it for the old peanut gallery. Like I said, if you want your comment guaranteed to be read, get on that Patreon. And honestly, just get on there anyway. It's yeah. three bucks a damn you're, you're month. You're not even going to remember he signed up you for it. Just give us that three That's a one ride. That's less than one ride on the subway for a month. It really is. And you month. know what? We'll give you a piggyback ride wherever you want to go. 
<laughs> what Patreon tier is that? <laughs> That's our new, but we're just the subway now. <laughs> It's a, two, and it's only two seventy a month. <laughs> you get one ride every month. <laughs> Finally, Cuomo does something right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's cheap as hell. Is the point? <laughs> uh, get over there, and uh, and you can be a guest on the uh, Patreon show if you sign up for the the tier that uh, you can do that on. And with that, that brings us to our final part of the show. Uh, Josh, you, you get to give your final thoughts on this band. You have the floor. Give it to us, Josh. Um, this band rules. The people in it are nice. Um, they they have so many great albums, incredible live, great lyrics. Also, just like I, I think sometimes when you when a band has really great lyrics, they they're they're known for that and they don't always like just kick ass and this band also just kicks ass and rocks and like um yeah i i recommend it i recommend if you're not a listener starting with uh starting with boys and girls in america or stay positive and then going from there but like tom said separation sunday also amazing just just do it it's fun and great and uh and just like good rock and roll music hell yeah um I'm gonna. I'll. I'll go ahead and go because uh, Tommy, you you love them, so I'll let you end with a uh, even more positive note than uh, <laughs> than I'll have. But I really enjoyed this. I had a great time listening to them today. I it made me appreciate them more to listen to so much in a row as opposed to just one song every once in a while when uh, whenever Tommy plays them for me, which I enjoy too. But I'm. It's it's harder to go. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go back and listen to that band without having this podcast sometimes where I force myself to listen to often shitty bands that, uh, and, and, and now it's kind of nice to have uh, done a couple weeks in a row of, of bands that are actually fun to, and good to listen to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy this. I can't imagine. Uh, I, it's hard because I, I don't even think I can give this less than uh, I, you know what? I, I I'm going to go six. I, I really enjoyed Ooh. it. I mean, there's no reason not to, cause uh even the stuff that I was like, it blended, it started to blur together enough to where I don't, I can't uh, separate the songs out. But I, I liked the songs that I listened to a lot today. And I listened to a lot of them. I listened to a lot of shit that wasn't on this playlist. And I liked that stuff too. So I, I can't imagine going less than six. So there you go. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm excited to listen to more of it. Wait, what's the scale out of? Six. Out of six. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's just so funny. We forgot to clarify. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine giving it any better than a six out of ten. Six out of 400. Yeah, I loved it so much, and uh, I give it a one. Um, <laughs> one out of one? Yeah, it's a one out of one. It's a pass-fail. <laughs> uh, yeah, six out of six, baby. That's uh, that's what I'm going with. Woo! Great job, Josh. Uh, Tommy? Yeah. Um, yeah. Truly top five band of all time for me. I love them so much. It would be, I think, impossible to give <laughs> any old study playlist less than a six. There would have to be a song where, like, Craig Finn was saying he doesn't respect me over no music. <laughs> and then I'd be like, okay, 5.7. Over no music. If there was some good music, though, man, wouldn't that piss but you that off? guitar lick. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I, it's, like, hard for me to articulate how much I love this band. And I truly, it would, yeah, like that's, like, a great, fantasy for just hopefully seeing them again hopefully if it happened this december i would be over the moon i probably won't but i'll keep that in my hopes hell yeah i will i'm like 
in previous years has been like, oh shoot, I booked this road weekend and then they they book the shows and like uh, you know I'll I'll miss them. But this year, if they announce them, I'll be like, well, even if it's safe to do stand up comedy, I will not go on yeah. the road that weekend and I'll mm. go to like all four shows. Hell yeah, uh, man! I can't wait till we can go see music again or yeah. anything or do anything. That'll be sick. Um, so with that in mind, oh Josh, you get to also rate this playlist out of six. Oh man, I'm gonna, you know, I, it's my, my psychologically, I'm made up to want to sell myself a little short, but I will say, I think this is a, a play, a six out of six playlist. Hell yeah. I think people would like it. There's a lot of different sounds on it from the different eras of the band. I, I'm, I'm proud of myself. Uh, but all I had to do was pick six songs by a band that I like very much. Well, you did a hell of a job with it. Thank you. Josh Gondelman, everybody, check out his podcast, Make My Day, where you can hear fucking Craig Finn next week. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. It'll be a nice little uh, hold steady double feature week for you. And uh, then, and also, hey, maybe throw on the album while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> listen to Tom and, Tom and Tommy on Make My Day. Yes. Yes. For sure. A couple weeks so ago. Fun. So fun. Yeah. Such a fun app. We were laughing and like maniacs. Yes. <laughs> One of the highlights of uh, the last couple months for me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going through a tough time. <laughs> a couple months. Yeah, if you guys could spare a couple bucks. <laughs> you're you're trying to give a piggyback just to feel something. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's more about it's like a hug where you, but you guys don't have to say anything. It's a, it's a hug and a favor. <laughs> no, I'm doing fine. I'm 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 playing Spider Man and the the plot's just very dramatic. <laughs> uh all right guys uh thanks for listening get on the patreon oh josh is there anything else you want to plug read the book um, get the podcast oh, yeah get the book listen to the podcast um the book's called nice try and watch jesus and marrow on showtime yes which yeah. i i work there it's i'm not just a fan <laughs> <laughs> this is stand by your late night show right that's <laughs> right <laughs> Go to late night show. beautiful all right get on there and get on that patreon we'll see you guys next week keep it crispy bye <laughs>